Always a lot of gums for some reason on a horse girl. We don't like to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Snake girl, total opposite. This girl like lost her virginity in the back of a Spencer's. <laughs> Definitely wants to talk to you about her astrological sign. When I moved here from Georgia, I didn't know anything about astrology. Astronomy, astro which one's the fake one? Astrology. <laughs> I came to a party and a girl walks right up to me. First words out of her mouth. She goes, I'm a cancer. I was like, what is that, like a six, seven month commitment? I could probably probably swing that probably right in my wheelhouse <laughs> guys my name's been nathan lowe make it very loud for pam she's amazing for letting us do this yay nathan ending on uh misogyny and judging women yay no it's okay he's he's a young guy uh knock knock feminism I can get my own door, thank you. I think that's the precept of feminism. Thank you guys all for being here so much. I really appreciate it. And because um, comedy without an audience is, um, it's just me and my cat in a room together. I mean, I like it, but no one else does. But we have, um, there's, if you want to donate, that's amazing. We're trying to keep the place open in COVID times. It's really scary and crazy. And um, thank you all for distancing, and you can listen um, on Mutiny Radio FM on the internets, which is great. And we have a Venmo, which is just Mutiny Radio. And um, let me see if I can leave you with one other. I'll leave you with one other uh, clean uh, feminist joke. So language is political, and we all know that. I, I mean, uh, what do I call myself, right? I don't want to call myself a feminist, but I have to, because you can call me a female or a person, or a human. I mean, I get it, we're all people. And I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. No one knows how to spell. It's spelled with an I. It's okay. Our, our education system has failed all of us. It's, it's fine. It's, feminism is spelled with an I. But it, that's the thing is all the words are so political. Like women, when we have our period for the first time, we menstruate. Menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do when you put your name all over it. And then you think it's gross. It's like what you... And when you have sex for the first time, what do you break? You're hymen. Hymen, hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hymen. And like, I mean, I get this one. I'm starting to go through it. Men a pause. <laughs> and men are certainly pausing on me. They're like, whoa, she's older than I thought she was. What? The one prefix you give us, the one prefix, herpes. You give us herpes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for being here. I've been Ben Benjamin. Yay, have a good night. Yay. Jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke 
workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying.
relatively on time this week. Yeah, that happened. Uh, despite the craziness. <laughs> yeah. The East Coast is currently snowed in at the moment. Good. New York City in particular. It makes me happy that I live in California. <laughs> and the West. Right? West California, too. Yeah. Whoa. So hopefully... Whoa. Hopefully people weren't planning any East Coast trips right about now. <laughs> I heard uh, about nine, 900, 9,900. Flights? Flights got canceled. That's crazy. So, yeah, there's no, no getting out, no getting in. And that's why it makes sense for certain months of the year just to avoid Flying. traveling, you know, north or where it's a colder climate. I remember when, um, a few years back, when that volcano in Iceland was, like, mm-hmm. doing that, like, it was acting up, and it was just delaying flights all over the mm. East Coast for some reason, too. Like, it was just that bad. This was recently, like, two or three yeah, years ago, Yeah, right? yeah, it was a few years ago. I just remember, like, that was pretty hectic, too. They couldn't it travel. kind of reminds me of that. This People, like, from the UK that had tours planned over here, like, I mm-hmm. think Gary Newman was planning on coming here, and he had to cancel or he had to delay his flights over here. Right. And that affected a lot of people who travel for work, I'm sure. Yeah. That's a bummer. It had a really long name. <laughs> the volcano. Yeah. No, yeah. I d- when you said Denmark, I was like... or gr- Iceland. Iceland. Greenland. Iceland. Oh, Iceland. <laughs> Sorry. Iceland. Iceland. I was like, it's in that general <laughs> area. Somewhere. Yeah, it has an Icelandic name. Oh. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful language. There's apparently, I don't know if you've heard, there's a new airline called Wow. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it would have like a $100 or $90 trip Something to crazy. Iceland, right? Yeah. But you had to find a way back. That was the catch. Like, it was it was a round mean? trip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's only a one-way flight? Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> I didn't see that part of it. If I were, like, rubbing elbows with Bjork or Sigurd, so I'd just be like, I'm down. I got somebody to stay with up there. But, uh, that's not the situation. It's a one-way situation. <laughs> so I'd want it to be a one-way situation. The only way. That's the way to go over yeah. there. You gotta meet those people. Yes. Oh, meet the right people here. at the right entrance. <laughs> in the meantime, I will read a new story. It's actually not a new story, but more of an announcement. Uh, Sting and Peter Gabriel announced joint North American tour. This is out of Stereo Gum. Uh, Sting and Peter Gabriel are two of the old gods of ambitious, searching, prog-inclined 80s pop. The two English gentlemen toured together in late 80s for Amnesty International, and they're about to hit the road together again this summer and playing some of North, North America's finest hockey arenas and what they're calling the Rock, Paper, Scissors Tour. The two still um, will sing a lot of duets on the tour, and they say that they're planning to play the hits. They also say that the main point of the tour is to have fun, which is nice. In a video promoting the show, we see the two of them talking about how much they like each other, rehearsing a bit of Gabriel's Shock the Monkey at Gabriel's own real-world studio. Below, watch the video and check out the tour dates. And again, they will be playing all over the U.S., um, at places such as Columbus, Ohio, Philadelphia, New York, New York, and Madison Square Garden. Um, a few places in Canada, uh, Milwaukee, San Jose at the SAP Center is closest to us, uh, Lake Tahoe at Harvey's, uh, the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, and Key Arena in Seattle, Washington. So we are considering 
somehow getting uh, our asses all the way up to or down to San Jose. Get your asses on the floor. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, apparently this is uh, they're gonna do, do, do they were gonna be duetting their hits and they're gonna play most of their hits. Uh-huh. So I think it's worth it. I don't know. I'm kind of concerned about the price. Yeah, that would be the only concern. That's going to be the kicker <laughs> for us. But at the same time, um, you never know. We might uh, just charge it on our credit cards and have the time of our lives. Not worry yeah. about it. Yeah. The future yeah. HR and Crystal worry about it. <laughs> 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 like fake yeah. laugh. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. That's definitely something out of the ordinary. Yeah, so very exciting. Well, I just uh, lugged this stand-up bass from from over there to here without dropping it. Congratulations! I congratulate you. So I am very proud. And we're the gym. That's all that gym you've been doing. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Audra from the Good Bad is uh, looking for a parking spot at the moment, but she will be here momentarily. So we're very excited to have her. And a we haven't had a stand-up bass in quite a while since. Uh, the, the creek? creek and that was three years ago yeah <laughs> more than much. three years ago right <laughs> yeah, three or four years ago <coughs> a long time ago back in the good old days well i still think we're doing pretty well so i guess it's still the good old days if you think about it <laughs> and let's see the latest version of the enemy everyone's still talking about david bowie it hasn't even been two weeks yet we're still mourning we're still mourning. Um, I still thought about him while I was going apeshit in Vegas. Um, I can't stand, as you know, I can't stand certain kinds of, of music, but um, in my head I can play whatever song I want. Yeah. So this guy um, comes to mind, and people are still talking about him. Ground control to David Bowie. Two weeks on from the great man's death, the tributes keep on coming. Kate Bush said he was intelligent, imaginative, brave, charismatic, cool, sexy, and truly inspirational. He created such staggeringly brilliant work, but so much of it, and it was so good. Who else has left a mark like this? No one. Uh, Jarvis Cocker said Bowie made people feel that it was all right to be a bit different and to try things out. Uh, Wynn Butler from Arcade Fire said, David Bowie created the world that made it possible for our band to exist and welcomed us into it with grace and warmth, a true artist even in his passing. Damon Alburn said, he had such a profound effect on my life, I don't know where to start. Courtney Love said, farewell, Major Tom, there are no words. Rest in peace, David, another hero remembered. Uh, Grace Jones said, he was a master of theater within popular music. He will be missed. Uh, Justin Timberlake, he said, I can never express in words how you'll continue to inspire me. Thank you for That's showing. That's surprising. Thank you for showing a pimple-faced, curly-mopped kid that different was the thing to be. A genius for the ages and the ages to come. And Alex Turner said, he's in the DNA of every record I've made. To some extent, he's been built in for a long time. Yeah. And Grimes said, rest in peace to the great late King B, without whom none of us would exist. And then Queens, Queens of the Stone Age, see you in Valhalla, Black Star. <laughs> Those are all cute. <laughs> I know. Um... 
and we went to a cafe, Ritual Cafe today, and um, of course everybody was dressed as a different era, David Bowie. That was really nice. Even after two weeks, that was really nice to see. Yeah, it was kind of, it was unexpected, right? It was. I didn't expect to see that, obviously. (laughs) Even last week, I would have not expected to see that. But uh, maybe in New York. Um, Mm -hmm. That was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Jack White, Pearl Jam, Big Sean, uh, Meek Mill, um, support Flint residents during water crisis. Michigan City, ailing from poison water, gets some assistance from high-profile musicians. Jack Actually, uh, right now the, center, uh, the city of Flint, Michigan, is going through a water crisis. High lead levels have been found in the city's water supply. President Barack Obama has declared a state of emergency in the city, and government Rick Snyder is expected to testify before Congress about the crisis. Several high-profile musicians are offering financial assistance to the city of res- city's residents. Jack White's Third Man Records have started a water drive for Flint. They're raising money through Crowd Rice, and every $13 donation enters you into the chance to become a Third Man Platinum Vault subscriber for five years. Platinum members receive exclusive records and merchandise, live chats with White, and more. Oh my God, I might do that. Uh, <laughs> might come have to, to pay thirteen dollars at their new Detroit f- uh, storefront. They're also accepting donations from a chance to win their limited edition Hateful Eight soundtrack box set. Oh, I didn't know he did the soundtrack. Um, Pearl Jam have also started a crowd rise campaign, and what's more, they've pledged to donate three hundred thousand for the United Way of Genesee County Flint Water Fund. Uh, Big Sean has also supported a crowd rise from uh, fundraising effort and needed $10,000 through his nonprofit and Sean Anderson Foundation, quoting, I am devastated by the water crisis, but that has put the entire city of Flint in a state of emergency. Um, and it is my hope that they can help, they can be helped by raising money needed to ensure that the children who have been hit by the hardest receive the care they need today as well as in the future. Uh, Mick Meal reported made a donation to the Flint Child Health and Development Fund. He also sent 600,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan and encouraged his Instagram nemesis, 50 Cent, to help out as well. Uh, Sure sent over uh, 180 bottles, uh, 80,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan. She has been very vocal about how Governor Snyder should resign and be jailed. That was it. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I like how rappers getting involved and calling each other out to, to donate money. You <laughs> gotta do it, yo. <laughs> like that? Do it positively. Do I it, guess. yo. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk shit about how much money you have, okay. Put your money with your mouth. Shell it out. Yeah. You know? Just donate it. <laughs> <laughs> just put it where it matters. Yeah, for exactly. Once. Don't just throw it in the air. Give it to people who could actually use it for yeah. something good. Well, that's that's what they're saying. <laughs> God, <he's shook. laughs> Do something meaningful with your bling and your... <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't pull okay. it. We're too late. Yeah, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, the good bad is here, and we're really excited to have them. Thanks. And um, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. Great. And uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and why you're here tonight? Sure. Uh, we're here tonight just to generally get the word out about us. We've been around the city for a long time. We've played as a, a couple of different bands. Um, most recently, the Neckbeard Boys. And 
about a year ago we changed our name to The Good Bad and we're kind of hitting the trail pretty hard playing some high energy bluegrass music. Right on. Yeah. And um, have you played that type of music consistently or have you changed? Yeah, the previous bands were all, or the previous carnations, incarnations. Carnation is a flower. <laughs> Carnation it's milk. It's yeah. a filler flower. It used to be flowers. Now we're musicians. Um, yeah, it's all been this kind of raucous drinking music. Right on, and we encourage that. Mutiny yeah. <laughs> Radio it. loves that. Good company, then. <laughs> That's good. And you guys are going to be playing a show down the street at? Yeah, we're playing tonight at Amnesia. Amnesia. Yeah, right. um, actually, Audra here, the bass player, and I, um, we are going to be playing in all three of the bands. Oh, that wow. Playing tonight. That's insane. So we're doing a heavy workload. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be uh, we're prepared. We're each only in two, but yeah. together okay. we, we straddle the three. Mm-hmm. Not to brag or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have a bigger chance of making a, a buck. I yeah, guess that so. Or something like that. Totally. But here in the city, especially here in the city, it's, it's less about making money for us and more about it's, just yeah. kind of having a party with our friends. You know, we're lucky enough that our fans are our friends and they come and support us so that's awesome and who else are you going to be playing with tonight uh there's a band called mean louise that audra is in and a band called twine house that i'll be playing the bass in mm-hmm. and then the good bad will be headlining we go on around 10 o'clock 10 30. right on and um is amnesia one of your favorite venues to play at in the city or what do you it definitely you? is it's been i've been here for 12 years or so and it's Congrats. always been a, a kind of a staple of the community, especially right. the bluegrassy kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been very supportive of that, so it's it's great for us to go there and play. We've played there before several times, and we just always have a great night there. That's awesome. And what is the cover charge, if there's one? $10. $10. Not bad. <laughs> you won't have to I pay have to check with the pressure. Hence, you're not a solo artist. You're an actual <laughs> Right, <artist>. exactly. <laughs> remember the band needs each other. <laughs> And where can people find out more about your band online? Well, we're on Facebook. That's probably the most constantly updated version of ourselves. Uh, we also are on Reverb Nation, and uh, we have our own website. Yeah, uh, thegoodbadmusic.com is our website. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. You oh, yeah, I noticed that. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah so have to check you. CD, baby. We're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And would you say most of your listening audience is based here in the Bay Area? or do you It is, yeah. We've been touring around a little bit, but the majority of our fan base is, is here. You know, we spend a lot of time here in home court, and uh, it's nice. <laughs> that's great. We are a little spread out, though. I have mm-hmm. uh, a decent chunk of fan base up in New England. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah um, I could see that. It's where I'm from, so they... There you go. The family spreads the word, and they come out, and they come to the shows. It's fun. It's fun. New England, where in particular? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Right outside of Cape Cod. Okay. When we started the band, everyone in the band was from California, and they were all surfers. And then there was (laughs) me from Massachusetts, and I had never surfed before in my life. It was a real funny dynamic. They'd all, we'd go down to Santa Cruz to play a show, and they'd just have their eyes on the ocean the whole time. Right, like, when's this going to be over? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Distractions. Mm -hmm. But then it's also good to have that kind of difference, right? Uh, Bouncing off of each other, your your influences. It makes a big difference in in songwriting, especially. Uh, You find, like, they wrote with a a very West Coast style, Mm -hmm. and I wrote a little bit more, especially lyrically, more like I talk, a little bit faster, a little bit more uh, edgy. edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where, who would you say are your musical influences? 
They're pretty wide-ranging. I know myself personally, when we started this project, it was very much about the Double Mix 3. It was very much that kind of like almost a punk attitude with, with bluegrass instrumentation, mm -hmm. you know, still like a real lively, high-energy show. Um, a and darker. Yeah, a little bit darker. And as we've played more and more, it's grown more into a broader bluegrass, more like uh, like Bella Fleck a little bit. And, uh, I certainly like listening to a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but because we do such vocal work, we do a lot of mm -hmm. three, four-part vocal harmonies, mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of influences that come from the vocal world as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And um, where do you guys see yourself in the next year? What are some uh, projects that you're working on? Well, the big deal for us in the next year is, is touring outside of the state. Uh, we're spending a lot of time up in Oregon. Uh, we're trying to get up to Washington, over to Montana. Mm -hmm. um, we'd really love to be playing in some of the, you know, the festivals. Like, there's so many awesome festivals here Hardly, stri Hardly Strictly. We have been trying to get into Hardly Strictly oh, for years. For six I years, couldn't picture you guys the there. And we have such a great time. And actually, I know with Aaron, that's, Aaron is the, <laughs> the guy from player. off the street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he and I, this band really kind of formed because of Hardly Strictly, and so we would just love to play it. But keep trying. Someday. We're Don't give up. Trying. Anyone out there with Hardly oh. Strictly? Give us a call. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> They're big fans of the show. Ah, oh, cool. But yeah, we were just thinking or we were talking about the last time we had a stand-up bass was another local bluegrass band called the creek oh yeah we know the creek and that was a couple of years ago we we're like yeah, i haven't heard time? from them in a while actually are they yeah. still yeah i haven't either hmm. they we were I a huge record or it was like a kickstarter oh yeah i remember that but yeah um hardly strictly has really been picking up the past couple of years like outside lens but yeah i think once they uh it seems like uh, when Warren, like all of those kind of the old guards started passing away, you saw it started getting a little bit more eclectic with their music choices and a mm -hmm. little bit bringing in bigger and bigger people. Yeah. Right, but there's still room for the little guys. Right. But you guys aren't so little anymore. You're growing. We're growing. Is that right? That's <laughs> 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 that's a good analogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. I don't know. It'd be nice. That, that, that festival, they give low, like smaller groups like a chance yeah. to be seen which I guess I'm very new to this group but I guess that's probably what the goal would be to like somehow get the, someone to help us out and be like can you put us in, you know getting on the right state you know that's what part of that festival is all about I think getting that exposure the initial exposure rather to a new audience or mm -hmm. you know somebody who's going to take you to the next level too right sure. yeah yeah hopefully that's gonna happen. <laughs> I like your positivity. So I'd love to hear a song by you guys. Um, do you want me to start maybe with a track off of Spotify, or I'll totally leave it up to you guys. Um, you, you could do that if you'd like, or we could just grab the instruments and play one for you if you'd rather. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Because okay. I love hearing bluegrass right live. Let's <laughs> grab, yeah, let's grab the instruments, guys. Oh, we'll set no. up right here. I opened them all up. All right, I just Someone's ready to go. <laughs> We're prepared. We try. Well, there's when there's so many of us in the band, like yeah. it's easy to prepare. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it all here at Mutiny Radio. I'm trying to queue up. Oh, I was gonna queue up a song, but maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I have a CD on if you I did make a playlist. Okay. 
But look, see? We're, we're quick and easy. <laughs> That's what I love. I mean, we don't, usually we get that, but not normally. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Usually, but not normally. <laughs> <laughs> what is normal anyway? Right. Oh, look at that. I didn't see that before. What? On the up above pan. They've been there. They've been really? there for a few weeks now. There. I didn't notice it. <laughs> I only see that because I kept knocking into it, knocking it over. Just give us a second yeah. to tune up here. Take your time. It's an old, the old musician's quandary. <laughs> People who actually tune their instruments. You can play a song while they tune up. But I like hearing song. That's how we should do that. We can hear it. This is a song called Tuning. Well, this is The Good Bad, and stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Little spare change? Sure. Tell you once, I tell you twice. I tell you once, I tell you. Don't come around 
Is there any way I can play that song when somebody asks me for spare change? That's a big part of it. <laughs> she lives in downtown, so that's what yeah. happens a lot. There's a lot of homeless people yeah, around. I live right on uh, 14th and Minna, and I, I wrote that song pretty much walking down the street one day. That's how the chorus <laughs> came up. You know how it is. Yeah, exactly. Living that life. Mm-hmm. And... That's great. <laughs> is that song um, available on an album or for download? It is. That's off of our uh, our most recent release, um, which we pretentiously self-titled. <laughs> we thought we were so good well, that we, we could just self-title it. We came to a stalemate. Nobody could agree <laughs> on, the, on, the things, on the name of the album, so we're just like, well... So yeah, that one's called The Good Bad, and I think the easiest way to purchase it is on CD, baby. Oh yeah, that's a that's an oldie but a goodie. That's been I mean it's been right, around, it's been for, around a for a long time. time. Yeah. I kind of forgotten about it until Otter, the bass player here. Uh, and how much of a cut do you get? If you don't mind me asking. I don't remember right offhand, but it's like 85 or something percent. Oh wow. It's not bad. That's wow, pretty, that's pretty generous. Uh, that's not bad at all. Right, that's uh-huh. worth it. And um, tell us a little bit more about the instrumentation. Is this w- pretty much standard for this most songs? This is pretty songs standard. Or? Oftentimes we'll have a fiddle player with us. Um, we don't like to change up too much uh, the overall instrumentation on songs. Um, we do some slide guitar work, which, which comes through on the new album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we've got Aaron on the mandolin, Audra on the bass, and Peter on the banjo, and I'm on the guitar here. Um, and when we have the fiddle player with us, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you couldn't make it in time for the radio show, but he'll be here at Amnesia this evening. Right on. And what t- uh, what time does the good bad go on? I think 10.30 is what we're slotted for. 10.30. But in the nature of live music, we'll probably go on at 10.45 or 11. <laughs> or just keep you drinking at the bar. Yeah. And then <laughs> you never know. It's true. You might go in on 9. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happened to us once. We went there, and uh, we were booked for the... We were booked at nine, o- nine o'clock, ten o'clock. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were booked at nine, so all of our fans showed up at nine, and then the venue changed on us at the last minute oh, and shoot. asked us to go on at midnight. Oh and shoot! And it was a Tuesday night. Uh, so that's like, the word. You lost your fan base. Uh, yeah. The is when uh, the venue doesn't expect you. Have you ever done that before? <laughs> oh no! And, and the venue's like, who are you? Like, oh man. You guys are tonight? And we're like, (laughs) (laughs) nah. This is such a tough conversation. (laughs) That's interesting. What's what's the craziest interaction you've had at a venue? Or, like, what's the most memorable thing? I think think mine's probably too explicit for the radio. (laughs) I want to hear it. (laughs) And that involves a a gig out in um, in Sacramento. Ah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, <laughs> can already see where this is going. <laughs> no, we're going to leave that one behind. Just Everyone from SAC is so mad right now after that comment. <laughs> They're oh, like, I'm not listening to this station ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you come up with the name of, for the group? Some pe- When I was telling people promoting you guys for the show, they are like, the good bad, the good bad. <laughs> they were curious about the name. Yeah, so. uh, I think... Um, <laughs> The impetus behind that one was on Aaron. Uh, Aaron and I used to work together, and uh, we were sitting down at the, the coffee table in the in the break room, and trying to come up with a new name. You know, being the Neckbeard Boys for so long, we just were struggling to find a new name. And uh, I don't remember exactly well, how you came uh, up with it. Well, them. initially it was going to be Uncle Dad and the Good. Oh, Uncle Dad, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I was like. <laughs> yeah, no, Uncle Dad. Uncle Dad. <laughs> 
I feel about this. So, I don't know where this conversation is going. <laughs> so there's a reason we didn't do <laughs> the uncle dad part. <laughs> the reason why we left that part out. Yeah. Our story. Oh, so we're God. like, yeah, let's just let's go with the good bad. That's got a nice ring to it, you know? And uh, so there you go. So because <laughs> it rhymed with uncle dad. Well, yeah, it was either that yeah. or the firm worms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea <laughs> the other options were being considered. I did have a conversation earlier today where someone, it, it came up, there's bad can be used in a, in a the good sense, like Michael Jackson or whatever. Right. So Who's bad? There's the bad oh, bad, and then there's the good, the good bad. bad, and we're that. Oh. There you go. Okay. Just tell everyone that. The okay. light works better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally mixed. Got it. <laughs> Nice. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> and how did you guys initially meet? So you guys worked together? Yeah, Aaron and I worked yeah. together. Um, Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah. <laughs> well, Isn't it amazing? The best things Craigslist. come from Craigslist. <laughs> Apparently. People get murdered on there, too. But you know, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, the weirdest Craigslist <laughs> thing I ever did was actually not joining this band. It was... Uh, I did a ride share to Alaska, and the first time I oh, met the wow. guy was getting in his car in Berkeley to drive to Alaska together. Oh, wow. And seven days later, we were like best friends. Oh, oh, that's like crazy. A, like a I love it. Dude in a small car. That's right? a different. That's another situation. Well, there was so an artist here that had like they had a, like an expo here mm-hmm. at our art space, and they she met her husband through Craigslist. Oh, oh that's right. Wow. Yeah. David. Back in the that. day, though, back when they first started. Oh yeah, when it was when it was like legit. Yeah, when Craig was still Yeah, this looks legit. That looks okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's super crazy. But um, I'd love to hear another song. Yeah. All right. How about um, what do you guys think? Whiskey Devil or Joshua? Oh or? yeah. Ooh. Either or. Pick one. Whiskey uh, Devil whisk- or Joshua. The whiskey one. I will. <laughs> the name <laughs> itself. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Sure, this is a really old song. It's it's um, one of the first songs we wrote, for sure. Luke Filbert, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Luke knows what's up. Um, it's about whiskey. All right, here we go. Never be a happy 
Yes, you're a repeat offender. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the first time, (laughs) The second time, the third time, fourth time. (laughs) Do you have any other shows coming up besides the one tonight? We do, yeah. Um, Let's see, next weekend we're playing in Tahoe in Squaw Village. Uh, It's the Joke Workshop. Flap like classic beauty radio dot of them. Don't wanna pickle. Just wanna ride on my motorcycle. I don't wanna tickle. Cause I'd rather ride on my motorcycle. Bye. 
Comedy Clubhouse, and Aaron, I think, is going to play some music or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. DJ Aaron Atkins. Up with the Libertines with their newest hit single from 2006, Can't Stand Me Now. I just got this tattoo the other day, Pam. 
Oh, I got it. I got you. I got you. It's Aaron Atkins. DJ Aaron Atkins. We're playing the Libertines. Up next time for Heroes. Did you see the stylish kids in the riot? Shoveled up like monks said the night on fire. Wombles bleed. Truncheons and shields. You know I cherish you, my love. Spread nasty disease around town You cut on the houses with your trousers down A head rush, and in the bush You know I cherish you, my love Oh, I cherish you, my love Tell me what can you want Now you've got it all I've seen is obscene Time will strip it away A year and a day I'll build bones, build bones Knows what I really know it's not right for young lungs to be coughing up blood And it's all, it's all in my hands And it's all up the walls All the stale chips are up And the hope stakes are down It's all these ignorant faces That bring this town down in the side And some call me pride But I pass myself down on my knees Yes, I pass myself down on my knees 
DJ Aaron Atkins on Mutiny, Mutiny, Mutiny Radio FM. Mutiny Radio FFM. Ooga, ooga, ooga. Real trap shit. <laughs> Drive time with. Alright, we're about to play a song dedicated to my friend Alex. Please stop being mad at me. Never meant to hurt your feelings.
That's DJ Aaron Atkins with this very special song, Valentino Montemore by an Italian dude, Italo Disco. All right. Up next, we got a very special comedian from here at the station today. He did a phenomenal set. It was his first set ever. Uh, big shout out to Thomas Last Name. His name's Thomas. Bam, bam, bam. No dead air. No drinks on the mix. those party sounds you know what time it is it's six o'clock it's time for happy hour here at mutiny radio the happiest of two hours of indoor comedy that's dirty and outdoor comedy that's clean it is time motherfuckers oh yeah we're we're starting up this open mic right now Because it's six o'clock and it's time for everyone to take their chairs six feet apart. Look at that. Six feet distance from one another. Choose a chair that's six feet apart. Choose a choose a chair it's six feet apart. It's a new game. It's like it's like musical chairs, except that there's only a couple of them. So all the chairs are distanced six feet apart. Of course everyone's wearing masks. Of course they are listening audience. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, uh, there are unicorn cupcakes up at the front. If anybody needs sustenance, there is sugar at the front of the stage. You are welcome to take those. They are made by Hostess, not by me. So they have nothing in them except sugar. Yay, just sugar. There's no drugs in those at all. Yay. All right. Uh, Hey, Aaron, do a favor for me and throw me that list so that we can get started with this crazy open mic. Hell yeah. I looked through a book today of clean, I thought might, they might be clean jokes and thought about, all right, that's a list. That's relatively full and exciting. And uh, no, uh, we have to be clean outside at the seven o'clock show, but in here you can fuck swear all you want. You can talk about your dirty, dirty dick. You can talk about schmegma or Shmegma Farms. You can talk about harvesting your vaginal yeast to have yeast to bake bread in these crazy COVID times. You talk about anything you want, doesn't matter. Dirty, clean, whatever, we're inside. Yeah, sh- dip in your balls in schmaltz. Yeah, you could have some confit balls right there. We, get, we can get started on that. Hey, he's the first one up tonight. Thanks everybody for donating two to five dollars for Mutiny Radio because oh my gosh, it's so expensive and COVID is crazy. And I didn't get that last grant. I just got a thing in the mail today. They're like, you did not get the grant. Four thousand people applied for oh, 75 spaces, and we don't give a fuck about Mutiny Radio. That's what the city told me. It's okay. No, they do. I'm sure they do. All right, but I give a fuck about all the comedians tonight. Uh, it's gonna be four minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear a horn. That means you have a minute left to wrap it up. Uh, and then also, if you're a new comedian, you can know what a minute feels like. That's kind of why I do it with the horn, because then you know. And it's radio, so everyone can hear you fuck up if you run the light. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, all right. 
Got my stopwatch going. Your first comedian. It's his first time here at Happy Hour, so you better clap your motherfucking hands together. Put them together for Thomas! Hello! Oh, I miss sports, everyone. I miss sports. Do any of you nerd, nerds uh, miss sports yourselves? No? No, I don't think you do, because you're at a Friday night independent radio comedy show. I'm going to go ahead and wager that uh, you're, all, you're all big nerds. But I miss sports a lot. I miss trash talk probably the most about sports. Grown men yelling aggressive things at point-blank range at each other's face. Where else is that sort of heralded, praised in society other than maybe Bravo Network or something like that? I've tried listening. To, I've tried watching uh, Real Housewives. It just doesn't quite do the trick for me. Quite honestly, there's always the threat of violence, but there's not enough violence to be totally fair. Um, shout out to my Vickies out in the crowd, my Vitches. Any Vicky fans here? What a pioneer. I'm glad that nobody knows who the fuck she is. Okay, moving on. Um, some of my favorite trash talk is the things that athletes yell at each other that have just lost meaning over the years. Like if anyone does anything hype, anything in a stadium what are the first two words out of every fan's mouth every player's mouth let's go let's go y'all ready to go somewhere let's go where are we going fuck are we going it's the top of the first inning dad double play ball let's go Buzzer beater shot. Let's go! Girlfriend denies proposal of his of her boyfriend in front of 20,000 screaming fans. Let's go! You dodged a bullet, my dude. Another one that I really love is uh, uh, when people are trying to be like kind of intimidating, right? They just scored a touchdown or some shit. And they'll get up and they'll be like, I don't play no motherfucking games. You do, though. Do I have really bad news for you, sir? It's actually the only thing you do to survive and provide for your family. I don't play no motherfucking games. That's like if I went to my job and I at the restaurant and I had like a table and then I went to uh, drop the check and I was like, I don't care about people. Have a wonderful evening. Bitch. Uh, I think I'm at the age where I can finally um, maybe work some shit talk into my daily routine within the confines of my life. I could just become like a little league coach, honestly. But then it's you're yelling at kids and they cry and they like run away and they get all quiet and then they need to impress you with their talent, to make up for how bad they were. Okay, fine, You're, I've convinced myself. I think I will become a Little League coach. I think that sounds pretty fun. Um, I'd like to finish uh, with uh, a few impressions, perhaps. Uh, a few things I've been working really hard on. Um, the first is uh, an impression of um, Tom DeLong from Blink-182 uh, in the audience of a music festival. So this is Tom DeLong looking uh, in the audience of the music festival.
Where are you? <laughs> Thank you. That's it. Uh, another, another. Oh, sorry, not that's it. There's one more, one more, inter uh, one, one more uh, impression I like to do before I go. This is Ryan Seacrest at Chipotle. Hi, I'll have a burrito. Uh, do you want uh, uh, black, uh, brown beans or, or white? Or, or do you want brown rice or white rice? I will not be having brown rice or white rice, please. I just want I just want beans. Thank you. That's all I want. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, there we go. Thomas! Yay! Ryan Seacrest is absolutely rice. Right. <laughs> no rice in the burrito. It's just filler. Don't have that. Why would you eat that? It's no flavor. It's dumb. Yay, Thomas. It looks like Gazamo, but I can't read without my glasses on. So clap your hands again together for Thomas. All right. Your next comedian. Uh, I met him outside yesterday, and he said, how do I sign up for the open mic? And I was like, you just come by and feel unsafe and <laughs> sign up for the open mic. Uh, everyone's wearing their masks in here. We're, none of us are going to die. Everyone's under 40. Put your hands, except for me, put your hands together for Aunt Rodriguez. So I'm going to be speaking. Okay, there we go. So I didn't know I was going to have four minutes today, so I'm just going to give you my Tinder profile real quick. Um, it's going to be short. It's going to be quick. It may be effective. So that's what I got today, all right? One joke. Um, things are changing around us, right? They really are. They're changing every day. And I grew up being a little bitch. I did. And I feared two things growing up, a Madagascar cockroach and rats. So the reason I grew up with them was because we, didn't, we grew up in an area that wasn't gentrified yet. And now we're trying to grow up and just get this thing going. So I'd go into the bathroom. And I see this big-ass cockroach, so that means I wasn't going to brush my teeth for the whole day. That's just what happened, all right? So um, eventually, I had to conquer this fear. And one thing I learned is that they're trying to brush their teeth, too. So I started getting a toothpick, got a little bristle, and I left them there. And they got the point, so now I have my little space, and they had theirs. And that's kind of what we had. Um, things changed after that. They did, because they stopped showing up. And that meant that... They weren't in my neighborhood anymore. That means that I was going to get my ass kicked out really soon. And I kind of got the point when I, I couldn't be there anymore. So I had to move to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I got out here, I kind of found them again. I think I found my crowd. So I think I'm sorry. This is all I had today. I you always go bomb, so thank y'all. That was his first time ever doing comedy. Put your hands together again for Ant Rodriguez. His first time ever. Did you eat a unicorn cupcake? Is everyone afraid of the hostess unicorn cupcakes? Is that what's happening right now? They're, they they don't have pot in them. They're made by Hostess. Yay! Thanks, Thomas, for eating a weird little cup. Yay! Aunt's having a cupcake, too. There's nothing in them but Hostess. Usually there's marijuana inside them, but I couldn't put them in the packages. It's too difficult. Uh, all right. Your next comedian. What a special uh, friend he is coming from all over the United States. Uh, and right now he's here for you. 
Put your hands together for Aaron Atkins. Yay! <laughs> it's supposed to be playing and it's thinking. Here it goes. Our momentum is dead. All right. Hi, how's everybody doing? All right, let's see what... Um, I tried, I tried. It's all good. It's all, the one. All right, all right. Let's start out with something terrible. All right. Uh, so I was in Tacoma, Washington, right? Uh, and I, my, we were driving past the sports arena there. It's a big dome. It's called the Superdome. And my mom said to me, uh, Aaron, you know, your, your great uncle actually designed that building. It's called the Superdome. And I said, I'm sorry. Tell him that uh, I don't think it's super dumb. <laughs> Standing ovation. Did you guys? All right. Um, what else do I have that's not funny? Let's get it pump. Oh yeah. Do you want to hear my impression of women? Okay. Me me me. I'm cold. Thank you. Um, Women be cold, though. Am I right? Women be cold. All right, whatever. Fucking men in the room. Jeez. Freaking feminism ruining everything. Um, I'm just going to say this one again because no one thought it was funny. Last time on my first day of public school, some fool was showing me around like all the basketball courts, and he was like, yeah, this is where we play basketball. And I was like, oh, for shizzle. And he's like, you don't have to say that. And I was like, okay, I'll just say it on stage. What the hell is a dancery, too? She says dancery. Like it's like 1800s in this saloon. Hateration, holleration. Um, so, you guys know Jerry Seinfeld was dating a 17 year old when he was 38? Everybody say boo. I say boo. 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 I'm going to make fun of it. All right. You want to hear my impression? <laughs> you want to hear my impression, Jerry Seinfeld? <clears throat> All right. What's the deal with women? Always asking you to pick them up from school. Um, don't you just hate it when your girlfriend's parents are the same age as you? Um, I follow up that.
money like me. Coming now, follow my lead. I might be crazy, don't mind me. Say more, let's not talk too much. Wrap up my waist and put that body on me. No superfly, no superfly, no superfly, no superfly, no superfly, no superfly. Drink till I'm drunk, smoke till I'm high, castle on the hill, wake up in the sky. No superfly, no superfly, no superfly. I'm unforgettable like that King Cole. Thank you for J.W. Blunt over the Birdland beat. Shout out Buddy Rich and J.W. Blunt. Fire.
nothing goes harder than Buddy Rich Birdland. I'm sorry. I think the only thing that I, that I could do justice to that would be Buddy Rich Nutville. So, you know, before I do that, this is Dilly Gillespie, Charlie Parker, Thelonious Monk, Curly Russell. There's a lot of people in this. Buddy Rich is the other. Because why not follow one Buddy Rich with another? I'll stop talking so you can be relaxing with me. That's the name of the song, relaxing with There's a part of this auto podcast you're not going to like. I was really in the red for a while. It was during an important part of the Buddy Rich solo, though. Rachel Pinson just entered the studio. Pancake has entered the studio. Hey, hey, Pancake, you want to get mic'd up up there? Let's get you mic'd. Who wants to get mic'd? Let's mic someone up.
Pancake has just entered the secondary part of the studio. It's the more intimate part. He's left. We got Rachel entering the secondary part of the studio. Let's get Rachel mic'd up. Check one, two, check one, two. Check one, two, check one, two. I've got... Check one, two, check, check one, two. two. Check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. Part of the creative one, process. Two. Let's get also, Pam mic'd up. Let's get Pam mic'd S4. up. S4. Pam, I, I can't hear you. I'm mic'd up right now. Pam's talking to me. Pam's wow. talking to me. Pam's talking to me. She's got microphone advice. No, 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 no. I, I need you on a mic. I need you to describe it. <laughs> Pam, check we got, one, two. We got check, check one, two. Check one, two. I have a Russian friend here. Check one, two. I used that today. Check one, two. I did that. Oh, I did good. that outside. Check, I, check. Who's check, got the Pam. stimulus check? Check, Pam. Who's going to stimulate me with a check? Pam, check two. Mike Three's hot. Pam's hot right now. You Pam, Pam, take it down. No, 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 take it down. Take it down. Pam, take it down. I get it. I get it. Pam, please take you it down. Pam, lower the volume. Lower the volume a little bit. Pam, and then we're good. You don't have to. The idea behind the podcast is we're trying to stay out of the red. We're trying to say we're really trying to stay out of the red here. Pam, we got pancake. We got Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. The idea here is to not be in the red. We're really in the red here. I'm saying that constructively. Aaron, you gotta take it down a Did little you know bit. Your Do we have the sub mixer on too? Do we have Buddy Rich on? So the problem I think we gotta be right about Pam, you gotta take it down. Pam, Pam, you gotta take it way down. You're too you're too hot right now. Oh! Pam, you're at a six. Oh, you you at a that's four. what I'm talking about. You, sir, oh, you gotta keep it down oh, out there. Man. You're in the red with the firework. Keep it down. We're in the red. We're, we're trying to keep it out of the oh, red here. We're gonna take that these guys. Uh, that was inappropriate. Just keep this is Mutiny Radio. What the fuck? This is Pancake. See, Pancake knows how to keep it out of the red. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, fuck yeah, you can hear me. Oh, yeah. There he is. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, and I'll right, tell you that the mic smells like tissues. That's Billy, what mic you on? on? Billy, report back to me. What mic, what mic are you on? Uh, I'm, I'm on up. tissue mic. I'm going to turn them all up. I'm That's on over and out tissue gonna get mic. Feedback. I'm going to turn them all up. For the oh. matter, we're just going to turn everything up. No, this is paper towel mic. Billy, we got a you Buddy Rich solo close. coming up, and you got you to gotta rock the lights out for this, you know. What's good? What do you want me to we do? We got a Buddy Rich solo coming up, Buddy and you rock the lights out for this. You hear what I'm saying, Billy? What if do you, you need us to turn the speaker up outside so you can get your, bah, bah, bah. so you can dissolve that ego, so you can really give us a hell of a performance, we can Refresh. do that for you, Billy. Damn we right. Go, Pam, 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 we, we, need the, we need the music up high. Santa Aaron, put the music up high for Billy. Aaron, put the music up high for Billy. T- do the thing. Uh, where's the broomstick? We got a Buddy well, Rich drum solo coming up. Billy's going to... Lock the oh, house. yeah. Yes. It's crazy oh, hour. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. It's crazy hour. Worry about what? It's the witching yeah, exactly. hour. That's We're what this right. podcast called. Touch the Jameson. witching hour. We're Touch calling the this sauce. podcast the Red Light Touch Podcast. Touch the Never killed nobody. Bah, bah, bah. Sacks. Whoa. Keep it low for the sacks. Dean Lewis. Uh, Aaron Atkins. Oh, Bill, there's a keep it low for the sacks. You hear me, Bill? Acknowledge uh, it. You hear me? Over attack. Oh, okay. Say what do what you say? Keep it low for the sax, man. When, when you're on the vocals for the sax, oh, keep it low okay, on the right. sax. Some people are just not right. for the Okay. I should have accepted that call. Mm. Aaron, Aaron, what mic are you on? We're going to need you to turn, Come on. Need bang, bang, bang. turn you up. You up. <laughs> Give us some uh, real crap shit. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Give us some... Uh, Maybe I don't Mutiny want to radio. Learn. Maybe I want you. With Pam Benjamin. 
Nathan, you're leaving us behind? Like, like radio bumper with like Just like the toxic San Francisco kids when you move away. Fuck you, man. Let's do that. Fucking dick. Record that. You're better than us, Nathan. You think you're better than us? That's the best. You automatically know somebody's better than you when somebody goes, you think you're better than me? Yeah. Like you said it. I didn't say it. I'm better. Yeah. All right. Just because you said it. Not too loud there. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually, I changed my mind. Louder. New York. New York. I changed my mind again. Don't do it. Lower. Make it there. I can make it anywhere. It's up to you. New York. New York. Point out that I am a man <laughs> and I am giving a platform to this woman. Thank you. Improv troop? Improv troop. Pat myself on the back well, of that one. What's a good improv game we can play? Uh, zip, zap, zap. Zip, zap, zap. Okay. How does it go? How does it play? Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Zip. Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. So what are we doing? I don't get it. I don't. How about yes and? <laughs> How about yes and? All right, okay, okay, me, me, okay, and, me and Aaron my are having some wild anal, anal right, sex. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Yes what and? What are you doing here, divorced dad? <laughs> yes and. <laughs> divorces obviously cause more divorces. Yes, dad, keep causing more divorces. And why are you also my mom? That's how we got your stepbrother. Yeah, I do have a stepbrother, <laughs> and his name's Andrew. God, Dad, Mom. He was abused too, Dad. Dad, don't you think it's a little bit coincidental that you're also a divorce lawyer? Yes. Oh. And I also really like making cheese on the weekends. <laughs> yes, and that cheese is actually awful. I think you should stick to divorce. You're really good at divorce. D Dad, yes, I like cheese too, but that doesn't mean that I start a family in Dusseldorf Journey Mini just because they're the king of raclette. She, Dad, Dad, no, I can't go down here, Dad. Yes, and please stop sucking my dick, son. Look, this is why we need to make more children so I can have more child labor to work in my divorce courts. Is that what my dick yeah. is going to look like when I grow up, Dad? Yes, yes. and also... <laughs> Why are my shoes too big for my feet? Dad, what really happened in the John F. Kennedy assassination? Who am I? Who am I? What character am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be a dad? Why is, is there a Hoover portrait in your office, Dad? <laughs> what kind of politics you know, are you No, just being a stir sperm donor does not make you a dad. <laughs> Shut up, my wife. I don't care what you think about my side job. <laughs> my wife. You never cared about my sides. None of the green beans, none of the pork and beans, none of the oh, collard side. greens, none of it. You've never cared about my sides. <laughs> As your son, I can say the sides always suck. Dad, yeah, let's move into suck. a place together. I'm down. You want to get an apartment with the carpet all the way to the wall? We can do that. We can work that out. Fuck mom is what I'm saying. Let's do it. Let's, let's. I'm sorry, yes. mom. Fuck mom. That's how we make more children fuck so I can have more mom. child labor to do more chores. I'm tired mom. of doing everything. Make, I agree make with you, honey, service. feminist. There we go. That, yeah, that I wish I could just get this war over microphone <laughs> as a... I am, am I the dad? Yes. Don't dad? Dad? Fine, say your dad. It's been three years. Mom, we, say, we swore we'd never speak of that again. We could do it until you started going... Oh, what? What? Oh, 
like your hop dance. Yo, show him the skull, Aaron. I think our child has some brain problems. We should get it checked out. I agree with you, doctor. But is yeah, it too yeah. late? I think it's AIDS. He just thrashed on his skateboard. Yeah, that sudden infant AIDS that you get uh, late in life. Oh, got him. Yep. Yeah, pancake. I did bottom. Him. Belly. <laughs> I'm in character. I'm sorry about my. What? What? Did you Not guys? Okay. Did you Sam. guys hear about Dennis Rodman's dick and the and the? No. No, he had a. How small a, is it? He had a he had a tattoo on his dick. And this girl saw it and it said AIDS and he's like, no, it says Adidas. Oh, it's got a product placement. No, but you know, you hear that Macklemore song about Adidas? The Adidas, the the ending part probably wore off with the amount of poon he was slaying. And dude, he had sex with so many people. It probably greased off his tattoo. So that's why the... Just trying to be a yeah. joke. Sling the pwn. Cool. No, because, dude, he he visited North Korea and hung out with Kim Jong-un. No, yeah. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. They're homeboys. Oh, my God. Did the Adidas do go to North Korea, too? Yes, and you're going oh, yeah. to military school. Oh, God damn it, dude. Damn, Mike me up. Mike me up, Pam. Phenomenal actor, son. We got Act Sam tour. in the studio. I'm in the studio. In the stew, in the stew, and I'm coming at you from the stew, from the stew. I was gonna grab it right back. My name's Sam. Sam, I am green eggs and ham. Sure, That's sure, you I were gonna follow the rules. Okay, ham. so you know what I do? am. I were, I were, I almost got a master's in school psychology, but I didn't. And what I'm gonna do is diagnose because all of you I, really because quickly. Because I, because no, I, wait, because I, improv, improv, improv. No, you have oppositional defiance disorder. Sam, we're making music you here. You have ODD. You have oppositional defiance it? disorder. Who does it? I almost got a school it psychology degree, but I didn't. I who else? Who else had ODD? I was MLK. six units away, and MLK it was part of the ODD. thing with my teaching credential. All I'm saying is you have oppositional MLK defiance disorder. MLK if anybody tells you anything, you do the exact opposite. Anybody tells you any rules, and you break them, and then you go, oh, but I don't. And then you pretend. You're like, oh, I know things about Siddhartha, but you can't remember a fucking rule? Like, how fucking what entitled rule? are you? No, no, no. You pretend you're so smart, but then you pretend you can't remember the fucking rules. I'm just just Pam, saying, Pam, like, Pam, for someone so Pam. smart what who rule? can't remember Pam. all the important things that matter to other people, Pam. fuck Pam. your entitled Pam. little bitch okay, okay. I'm sorry you've never really Pam. had Pam. consequences, Pam. but Pam. other Pam. people Pam. have Pam. consequences <laughs> oftentimes for actions, and I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What's your rebuttal, bro? First, I'd like to speak on, in, in, in your opening statement, there were a lot of parts that stuck out to me. To someone that, uh, that agrees. But what I would first like to start with is, is the rules that I'm breaking. What I, I just, to someone that is not aware of the rules that he's breaking, because I'm wrote such a an entitled piece of shit. I to stop. There was a letter last week that was circulated around that had many, many rules, and you came in here and broke them all automatically. How about I'm gonna come in here on a day when Pam's not here and take off my shirt and be all naked in the street. <laughs> when the new neighbors come, I'm gonna drink too. beer on the street and make everyone think this is a fucking party place. It's not a party place. It can't be. I don't have a license. And anybody who fucks with that fucks with my fucking shit. And you're like, oh, but I was being friendly with the neighbors. Your misinterpreted well intentions fuck other people up because you don't think about anything except yourself. So, case <laughs> resting. Now what am I, Pam? Yeah. I, we I, escalated. I, yeah, yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam, you're still fresh. I was naked with you outside. I'm sorry about that, Pam. 
Pam, now could be the time for a joke about me and Billy being clean shaven and having that not be a sore sight to look at for all the neighbors because it yeah, really wasn't. On, but I'm not even going to go there. I'm you not going to make a joke about it. <laughs> what I am, what I am going to say is that Billy and I came here looking for you who said you were going I to be at the studio. I have a fucking phone. You could text we me anytime. On Wednesdays, I'm only here till 4 because the guy who has a show from 4 to 6 doesn't like people here during his show. Communication is a thing. It's not like I don't have Messenger. In fact, I know I'm a Luddite and I don't Pam, have all the, the fucking technology. I know I don't have all the technology. In the airwaves right now. I don't know if my hey, delicate the California sensibilities can handle the negative vibes. To someone, to someone who has expressed their, to someone who has expressed their dissent with technology, such as the video recording of mutiny, you seem to be very averse to the use of technology, which is why I normally like to kind of show up at places to to greet people. Oh, got him! Oh, got him! Oh, got him! Got him! Got him! You came here to apologize Why text to her? when I could just show up at your spot? Because that's not how the world... Because when I show up whenever, because I'm Sam, and I show up wherever the fuck I want, whenever I want to, and everything's magical and fucking Raise your hand if you can hear me in those headphones, Sam. I have a schedule, rent. too. It's yeah, I work I 9 to 5. Don't pay rent. I pay five days rent. a week. I pay rent here, and I pay rent at my house. And when you fuck with my rent here, you fuck with me. Are you guys going to get a divorce? Is this my fault? This seems like a very good forum for this discussion. Yes, it is. Always the kid's fault. Yes. Yeah, this is the inside. I told you, we're going to bring this together. How many times have I showed up at the studio unannounced and you've been completely cool with it? There's one day that you're not here. I get this insane backlash for just waiting to show. Dude, wait. I wasn't in the studio. I was outside. In bags and paper bags, which we've always no, done. Cool. We've oh. always done that. ABC came here. No, tell me that. I did. There was a letter. God damn it. Oh. I don't think it's working. Didn't Here's read the letter. Really? I pay rent at my house and at this space. And this space exists because I fucking make it exist. So don't fuck with my shit. Unless you want my Hello? shit to not exist. And then whenever you're like, ugh, Can baby Christian hear me? him and he totally tanked yeah. my whole fucking business. Fuck you, fuck Hello. rules. Hello. I oh, tanked yeah. your whole business single-handedly. I'm saying you could have, or you could. But you did I? Yeah, but the rules. did I, or is this we some kind of projection upon there, though, other themes that are no. current? Respect Pam. Respect Pam. Right. I know. Respect Pam. I'm with you. But also. Sam doesn't mean to break these rules What's in a negative good? way, though. <laughs> but Sam's not doing this maliciously. We're on the mic. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing a pod. We're, we're in the. Yeah, what's good, baby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's arbitrary, baby. <laughs> it's not that I can't remember shit. It's that I never read it. Apologize. Pam, I didn't come into your studio, dude. I chilled on the fucking sidewalk with Billy. Sat in one of your chairs. I was waiting for you. I didn't take the chair. The chair was already out there. You set up chairs. 
You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? The boy McTee's is session. What a surprise. <laughs> you can get blamed for that. How this is not your playhouse. This How many is my playhouse, and if you want to fucking play in my fucking playhouse, I have to be here. You don't pay rent here. The people that pay $100 a month get to be here, and that's yeah, their thing. And you fuck around outside and get all loud and shit, it fucks on their time because they're actually giving me money because they're fucking supporting this place. And thank you for yeah. the $2 at a time. I really appreciate that. But... You don't own this space, and don't pretend like you own all my No one's shit. saying that. I don't own this space. Of course I don't own this space. Pam, how many times have I shown up here before and you've greeted me with open arms and just because we had a... I'm not here. I'm not here. It's not cool. Period. I understand that. And, and that's that's how I tell if you're here is I come here. And then I wait and then I wait for you so we can do the open mic. Like, that's what's happened before. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy He's so fucking stupid. You can't take I, this is insane. We should delete this from the archives. This should never go up anywhere. Are you are you seriously standing here and telling me that this is not about something else? What's like, it about, are you really What do you think it's about? Just say what if you... Aaron is, Aaron is the Ryan Seacrest of this this what? podcast. You're not going to get anywhere unless you're open about... Every possible though. spark that is... That is after insight, this commercial bro, break, we will Pam Zam figure it out. We need that insight. Tell if me what it comes down to, Pam. you don't stir the pot, then the soup Dude, burns you're at the chirping, bottom. No, you're chirping the fuck, you're chirping the fuck out of me. I, I understand I'm in your studio and that I'm on your turf, but I've always that's been welcome here with open arms from you. And the only thing that's changed between us is this, this... Uh, it's fucking weird, dude. And and you're really not going to bring up this whole other thing and stand here and shirt me for I'm being in your fucking studio when you've been weird with me the whole time. What I'm talking about is you. For not hanging out with you? No. For not hanging out with you? No, you drinking beers outside of here with other no. people's shows happening. No, it's a problem. If I'm not. Here's the thing. You. Are irresponsible do you ever think that I would drink beers out here if I had not seen you do it if first? I am not here. I cannot police your fucking irresponsible ass. <laughs> so don't be here because you are a baby. Message received. Message received. Message received. But that is part of why you like Sam as well, is that he's unpredictable. And that he re- he's very Yeah, well, message not fucking with my shit. True. You, can't put her you really think that I understand the complexities that are revolving around me and me radio if you don't distribute them to me personally? You think I'm checking these you masks? You don't read boards? emails by I don't your read own mass. Yes, I don't read mass message boards. I don't read a single goddamn one of them. Sometimes I don't even that read. important. I really don't. If you want to talk so, to me about so something, once it's again, best Sam to tell no me. no responsibility for anything that happened. Because although I communicated, he was unable to receive the communication. So it's my fucking fault. Yeah, because it would be a massive hindrance to my life to read every single mass message board that was put in front of me. Do you know how much bandwidth that it would take for me to read every mass message thing that is in front of me? No, you either have to choose to not look at all of them or look at every one of them. Sorry for not looking at every one of them. I should hope that you would know it by now that if you want Sam Carroll to read something, you better send it to him personally. So the one time I come to your studio where you would otherwise receive me with open arms because I did so when there were hostile tensions and I did not know about such hostile tensions, I am receiving such hostile tensions. Are you talking like a Russian military? Mm -mm. It's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock. It's um, it's so many things. It's uh, 
Uh, it's a mess, man. It really is. Just a fucking mess. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been here. That you made a mistake and you can't say. Hey, this week on Buckhouse Square, I'm, uh. Uh, because uh, real adults, um, it just, when they get that's how turned into a just like a hopelessly shitty day. Alcohol, from a sh- worst shitty day to a. I yelled at Nathan. Just a bad day for the. No, this country. it's about crossing the threshold um, because people read the fucking email. And uh, let this next two hours of music <laughs> reflect that. Although I have a lot of contributors as well, so we'll get to that. So uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Square to radio. No, I don't. Remember when I was mad last week, and I was like, "Stop drinking in and out of the studio!" And you were like, "Stormy test." Again, again, I communicated, but I guess because I'm a woman, my communication isn't good enough for you guys. Do I have to do smoke signals? Do I have to like, do I have to like, what's it called? The Morse code on your fucking dick for you to get the fucking. I got your message. Just don't fuck with my shit. That's all I'm saying. This doesn't work over here. Oh, hello. Everybody hello, else hello. knew that. You're good, man. Next week on Inside Mutiny. Next week on Inside Mutiny, will Pam and Sam figure it out? We don't know. We're going to trash it and pretend it never happened. <laughs> Funny enough, it's actually on the most downloaded podcast of Mutiny Fabulous. Radio. Which Will is there be a sequel? God, I hope not. Us. This feels a <laughs> lot like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it gets like 40,000 downloads a month. There's like 10,000 people that listen to me. Like but Pamela. If anybody listens to me on any of my other podcasts, which I know yeah. none of you do, I always exciting. go on rants. I go on crazy rants. I can exciting. rant my ass Well, Pam, like if any of your listeners want to, like, they feel like they were going to miss out on Thanksgiving dinner back home, just listen to this instead. You'll feel just as uncomfortable <laughs> than a family dinner over Christmas or Thanksgiving where they're going to talk about, why what? haven't you found a man yet? Why haven't you found him? I had five children by the time I was 23. Spit that. Don't push it away. Ladies Spit that. Get your point across. It is, it is a, it is a Who knows what your episode point is? in here. Who knows what your point is? How many times have I showed up and you gone, ooh, and clapped? Yeah, but I was here on those other times, and I wasn't across? here. And then, and then Ladies you and just gentlemen, this isn't on the I've air. This isn't on the air. I've got the But then you show up and you leave. You don't pull out chairs How's everybody and fucking take your shirt off and eat all the neighbors <laughs> and represent Mutiny Radio to my neighbors really before I get to meet my neighbors. Represent yourself and whatever your fucking message is, which is not my message. At the Cobb's Comedy Club Sam has no message. Come on. You think I got 
Pam called out a joke. You are untrustworthy and unpredictable. Wait, I don't no, know what, what the fuck you're going to do. And when you're joke, here like, messing with my shit, it's fucked up. Because no one knows what the fuck you're going to do. And you don't care about my shit. So you don't fucking care. And you know what? If this shit blows up, it ain't nothing for you. Because you can live the rest of your life. This is my everything. I don't have children. I have Mutiny Radio. So don't fuck with my shit. And in between, this is gold. We're gonna use this in a documentary one day. He, he was like, "Hey, you can do whiskey shots of this guy's foreskin." Uniradio.fm. Like, you're listening to the inside joke. Oh, I'm talking about Sergio Navoa stealing my joke. We're yeah, and we're, we're also talking about, about um, amazing Pam <laughs> rants is what we're talking about right now. And uh, yeah, so, so I'm so uh, you might not know this, but I I am a master of the language, well, and I can speak really fast. So I will fuck anybody up with a rant any fucking time. Like, yeah. don't fuck with my shit. Well, it's like she had just mentioned that you know there was an instance where a comedian uh, took a took a Pam staple of a joke. I mean, this joke had folds. It was threefold, twofold, threefold. How many folds does he have? I don't know how big. I don't know how big dicks get. I. <laughs> But apparently He's there was this staple of a Pam joke that this comedian decided she was going to do on stage at Cobbs. Oh, a guy did Sergio it? Sergio Novoa. It was Sergio Novoa at Cobbs. Stole a Pam joke. Hilarious, Took a huh? Pam joke. Did he get a laugh? Did it work? Of course it did. It was twofold. It was twofold. How could you not get a laugh at twofold? It probably got a laugh. It probably got a bigger laugh than his original jokes because Pam's way funnier. And that's why he stole her joke. Well, how about this? How about he's only been doing it now, even though COVID and everything, for less than two years? I've been... Oh, my... Ten, what? nine year, nine year anniversary of comedy is coming up, all you fucking children motherfuckers. Oh, uh, yeah. On... Uh, July 17th, 2011, I did my first set. How old were you in 2011, fucking Sam? You see where this irrational emotional state has gotten to? Yeah. I'm well, just saying. Hey, 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 I'm just hey, saying I've been doing this I, for nine years, and when people you're don't worked up about me, everything now. Well, of course it's I like, am. I'm all hyped up right now. Well, I, I, uh, yeah, but hey guys, really gonna, I mean, you know, I just, I just wanted Nathan, to hear the shut story. Shut the fuck up, dude. I didn't want to pander. Pam, if if you're worked up about everything, how can you like? Does that really translate to you being rational about this other thing? Oh, I'm just an unrational woman, and of course my feelings have no bearing on anything. You misogynistic piece of entitled dog shit! This that, is my fucking place, and you fucking